Welcome to Victory Church's online podcast library. We hope you enjoy this message today. So tonight we want to we want to begin to just set this arena of tarrying, and really that just means that we just want to we want to shift down a little bit and just settle down. And if it means shift down to enter into His rest, His presence, His voice. And what a great staging area this is for in the, in, with, in the presence of many is, is the Lord. And um, the Lord comes and he meets the hungry and the expectant. And so we just, I want to go over a few mo- notes to get us excited. We really want to pray the go in you. The, the only one that can put the go in you is the Holy Ghost, is the Holy Spirit. And we want to continually begin to to just share about the beauty of the spiritual language, the beauty of it. So I want to go over some notes real quick. I came across these two words, and I can't really pronounce them. So those two words right there are in Greek. Paul uses these words. You know, Paul loved these words. And don't forget to sign up for Frank's Pauline Epistles class. It starts tomorrow night. So in 1 Corinthians, Paul uses those two words. So I want to say Sakiokis and Pudamakoyas. I already, I tried to do it. I sound Latin or Greek or something. It's not, I mean, I sound bad. All right. First Corinthians 2, 4, those two words. Those two words mean unregenerate and regenerate. Very interesting words. The first one, that little means unregenerate. You don't want to be that. These are interesting words. So Paul uses them in this concept. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says that the natural person, that one, does not accept the things of God or the Spirit of God. They are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. And so when you move into the, the beauty of the Spirit language, you've got you've to have, have the Spirit of God within you. So I want to break down what the other one meaning is, that pumomakathios is one who has loved this definition. This is our game. This is our goal. This is what we're aiming at. This is the arrow of our life. Amen. This is who we are. We're people of the Spirit. Amen. This one who is filled with and governed by the Spirit of God. Woo! Enaminating from the divine Spirit love this, or exhibiting its effects and so its character. So we want to be able to get be filled, continually be filled. Amen. This You're not going to be able to live in this life unless you're a person of the Spirit because you're just going to, you're going to dip, dive, you're going to uh, metamorphosize back into the carnality of this world. Your mind will not be able to be able to discern the things of the Spirit. So the beauty of the Spirit language is we are filled. So in Acts 1.5 and Acts 1.8, you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from now. Acts 1.8, you shall receive the power and the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And so it comes with things like a sound. So in the book of Acts, it came with sound. And so, which means the rushing wind indicated the power of God. We believe as a church, we believe as individuals that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a separate work than salvation. 
Amen. It's another work, entirely, entirely different. You can be born again. Yes, you must be born again. Amen. Super, powerful, amazing. We'll spend the rest of our lives just nurturing and burrowing in, so to speak, on election and chosen and forgiveness and propitiation and I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amazing dogma, amazing doctrine, amazing truth that we'll never walk away from. But we are Pentecostals. We are people of the Spirit. And with that, we believe that there's a power that comes upon us and it's a separate work. Now, all 80% of Christianity will not follow you in that. It's not for you to be obnoxious about it. They don't believe it's a separate work. They say 80% of Christianity, I would guess, throughout the world, say that it ended with the book of Acts. So that's why there's 20%, and they, they grow less. At least they're growing less in the United States, or maybe there's a move going on, which we believe there'll, there'll be a move. A rushing mighty wind will come again upon our country to where we'll rediscover the beauty of our spiritual language. It's important. It's who we are. It defines us. And it causes us to have that divine spirit come upon us. So it comes with the sound. It comes with the sign. Tongues of flames indicates a glory presence in our lives. It comes with fullness. When we get spirit-filled, it's a continual act. It's not a one-time feeling. I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit when I was 16 years old. Obviously, that was a long time ago. Obviously, I need to be filled and filled and filled. Amen? All the time. Consistently filled. And filling means using the spiritual language. We have our mama tongue, and we have our mother tongue, and we have our father tongue. Amen? We use them both. Love it. It's a gift. In this gift, we receive a new capacity in a language of worship. You don't seek tongues. You seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The beauty of our spiritual language is used to worship God. It's real simple. We use it to worship God. It's our spirit language. Amen? So don't you want to worship God? Does everybody want to worship God? Amen. So that's why we want the beauty of the spiritual language to worship God. We worship in the spirit and we worship in our, in our uh, mother tongue, English, depending on which language you speak. All right. So it's a new capacity in a language of worship. It rest- love this part. It restores all that was lost. This is very interesting in the, at the fall of man. So really that spirit baptism, if you think about the Lord and the way he works it out, he was after what was lost in the garden. Not only with being born again, but now they needed to restore back what they lost in the garden. So let's go over real quick what they lost in the garden. They lost, they lost, let's see, okay. They lost their spiritual perspective. They didn't have clarity. They lost their clarity. So when we had the beauty, when we get our spirit language, we begin to have clarity. Amen. We begin to see God's will and understand his heart and mind. We begin to be informed of God's will because his nature is seen without the clouding effect of doubt or fear. When you begin to operate in the baptism of the Holy Spirit and use your, the spiritual language, you begin to have clarity. You begin to see left from right. 
You begin to see evil. You begin to discern. I thought it was amazing this morning. Rachel started telling me about somebody that got the baptism of the Holy Spirit in service. And she said what was so funny is the Lord told her that she was going to get it, receive her language. Very interesting. And that what, what is that? Well, that's the beauty of the Holy Ghost. So he'll lead you. Don't, how many want this? You want to have the go. You want to have the power. You want to have the discernment. It's Holy Ghost. It, this is supernatural. We have to live in a supernatural world. This world is a disaster. We begin to have a, so that's clarity, number one. We lost dominion in the garden. So then with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the beauty, those two are power twins, meaning with the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes tongues. That's it. We believe that that's the evidence. Everyone say evidence. That's the next argument of 80% of Christianity is arguing is, well, I have the, I have the Holy Spirit. And then we say, well, are you speaking in tongues? And they'll say no. And then we'll go, mm. that's the evidence. So you want to be able to, you want to push for that evidence. You think, well, I'm not speaking in tongues yet. You know, I was reading the, this book by Jack Hayford. Hayford. He was 18 years old. He grew up four square, which means they were spirit-filled people. Now, okay, hold me out. That's what they believed in. But they had, their whole family never spoke in tongues. He walked into a service, this is a very interesting story, walked into a tent meeting, and there was a major evangelist, and he went up to the altar, and he began to tarry. But he didn't have, he didn't receive the prayer language. It took him three years. Now, you've got to know Jack Haver. You've got to know just who he is. It took him three years to begin to speak it out because he was so stuck up in here. Three years, that's a long time. You got to remember, it depends how you grow up and where you are and blah, blah, blah. But what was interesting is he had syllables all in his brain. He could hear the language, but he didn't know how to speak it out. Very interesting. What did you think about that? So he went to Life Bible College. His sister got the baptism. Let me share her experience real quick. Her sister got the baptism of, when I say the baptism, she got the evidence of speaking in tongues and it rocked their family but he didn't and so of course he began to gravel with insecurity and she's better than me and all those things everybody goes through but her her what happened to her is the fire fell on her and she began to speak in Chinese now this this in Chinese and then she began to see Chinese children well, sure enough, I didn't finish the story, so I went back to finish the story in service just now, which she did. She ended up spending the rest of her life in Hong Kong as a missionary. And so, get back to Hayford, he eventually got the baptism. I still haven't finished what all happened with him. But let's go back to being, getting back to the garden and how he wants to restore. So he wants to restore clarity. Everyone say clarity. I love this. He wants you to have a deep, distinct ability. They were placed in a realm of rule and privilege authority, so they needed to have dominion. So when you have your spirit language, you begin to take dominion. I love this. I love this as a parent. I love this as a, as a mother. I love this as a wife. I love this as a pastor, that I can take dominion. Amen. You can take dominion over your circumstances. I can tell you of all sorts of stories. I can tell you of stories of visions. I'd fallen out into, a, I guess, an open vision, and the Lord 
hovered over me and, and began to speak over me, break forth to the left and to the right. And he began to put this open vision on me on breakthrough. And I can tell you a story. I've had another vision of a, one of my children in a tremendous accident. And one hour later, and I began to pray in the Holy Ghost and begin to use my spiritual language. And I believe that the Lord orchestrated that scenario to save my child's life. An hour later, the phone call was made. And what happened? I was told that my, my child was in a terrible accident. But I remembered what I had heard. And I remembered what I saw. You need to take a dominion in the name of Jesus. You need to take dominion over your family. And the best way to take dominion is you use your spirit language. You begin to call it out. You begin to rock. That's the whole purpose is to go back to the garden and take back what was stolen from us. That's what's happening in the book of Acts. That's the New Testament church is not to be caught up in the, I don't care what the doctor said. I've had so many things speak over to me. I I mean, I listen. I don't ignore it. But I take dominion in the name of Jesus. I take, you hear me? I take dominion in the name of Jesus. Amen. So you got the only way to do that is go in the supernatural realm. You're not going to be able to fight that in the natural realm. You can hit upon that thing, but the best opening door is thank God that my kids have a Holy Ghost mama. Thank God my kids have a Holy Ghost dad. We might have all kind of ugly problems and things that we didn't do right. Maybe I fed them rotten food. I'm kidding. Maybe I put on dirty clothes. I'm kidding. But maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I did all that stuff. Who gives a rip? I took dominion in the name of Jesus. It's all going to be made right. Then you gotta pray in mama and you gotta pray in dad and they're praying in the Holy Ghost. You got the best thing going for you and in the whole planet. Amen. I like that. Alright, you take dominion. The next thing they needed to be was fruitful. He said be fruitful and multiply. When you have the go Holy Ghost, you become productive. Amen. You become, you're not wasting your time. Amen. Everybody, Get on board with me. You got to get the go in you. You got time is clicking. You don't want to go up there and him just be saying, my Lord, what were you doing down there? And you just because you weren't using your spirit, man, you were using just living in the soul realm, the mind, the will and the motions. You got to click out of that mess. That mess is garbage. And begin to take dominion. We're talking about tarrying. So tonight we're going to tarry. Tonight we're going to begin to push out. What are the obstacles? What is what is keeping me? And, you know, you just can begin to. What does the Lord want me to do? What is, what's his vision for my life? The other thing that you need to take dominion over is multiplication. We have fruitfulness, and then we need to multiply. Multiply in our families, in our relationships, become unhindered. I love all this. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. You know, you're not weird. I don't know why I need to say that. You're not weird. There's nothing wrong with you. Get over yourself. Just get over it. Stop making yourself like you're the only one on the planet that, pe- that you think that's weird. Everybody's weird. You just, 
Get in the arena. Get in the arena with all the other weirdos, and you're just going to fit right in. For you just standing outside the circle just makes you be the weird one. So nobody's staring at you because they're too busy staring at themselves. So you just get in, and you just start doing it. And the whole thing is the more you use your spirit language, it's going to give you power. Because you're going to get over yourself. You're going to get locked and loaded. We're all messed up. We're all deficient. We're all in the debit. But that Holy Ghost comes in and it just says credit, 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 credit. Love that. All right, we have a unique communion. I all, I love this. So back in the garden, God himself would walk with Adam and Eve. He would walk with Adam. And can you imagine? He was the one that even said, who told you you were naked? Because all of a sudden they just started feeling awkward. He said, what do you be? Oh, no, you didn't. They're like, we did. But he, so what he wants to restore is those daily talks with us. And the way he restores those daily talks is he gives us this beautiful language. It's our beautiful language. It's our spirit language. So we restore. Isn't that awesome? Daily talks. Daily walks, that's, that's the connection. That's when we move out of ourselves. So after the fall, everyone say fruitfulness, fulfillment, and fullness. And the spirit-filled life makes it possible to reinduce all this stuff. All right, it gives you new ability. We're going to keep going. New perspective. Dreams and visions are a point of renewed clarity of sight. That was the biggest thing in my life was breakthrough Paris, breakthrough. Every time I begin to back that thing up, crawfish, and just say, man, I can't do this. I want to quit. He would begin to yell back in the spirit world, breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. And he would put the, he would put the go back in me. He'd put me right back in the arena. You need to go back in the arena. And how we do that is tarry and we push and we press out and we begin to say, what is inhibiting me from action? What is inhibiting? Will I try? Will I told them? Well, they didn't let me. It's the blame game. And we start that whole game. Well, I'm offended. Well, I don't really like her. Well, I don't like you either. I know. Sorry. But in the spirit world, things change. I'm so sorry. You do not have. Do you know that I'm not really a nice person? You have picked that up. Scary. But when I get and speak in tongues, I actually get nicer. Isn't that awesome? Help us, Jesus. Gives you a new perspective. Gives you dreams and visions. It gives you a new ability. That gives you new, uh, love this. You become responsible when you're people of the Spirit. Love that. You become productive. You become faithful with simple tasks. Can you imagine? That's why we get Mary's song all booted up in their prayer language. So that all of us can have tasks. And we become responsible. And you begin to uh, relate to people better in the spirit realm as we get ready to close. Are you ready to, Terry? Are you ready to hear? I want, I have specific people that I want to hear a go from you. 
Some of you have been hung up way too long. Some of you have been resting way too long. Some of you have been waiting way too long. I want you to get in the arena. Uh, and the arena is where all the action is. And the arena is where we, we just learn to, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick on Terrence just for a minute. I mean, he, he gets the award. Now, he, know, he knows exactly what I mean. This ain't, because nice Paris really isn't nice. But he gets the award. You just... If Terrence can hang in here after I tell you what he did, this guy's a man of God. We all know this. He's a man of God. Terrence is awesome. Now, i got to build him up because you know it's coming. It's coming bad. This guy is amazing. they just been filming with Beyond the Grave. I mean, he's just absolutely, they knock it out of the ballpark. Everyone give him a huge... I don't know what became of him, but I got an early email this morning, and Terrence is like, he just breaks things. So one time, he sent a thing, he broke a pew, the whole pew was just like snapped in half. He's like, I'm so sorry, man, I broke a pew. And I'm like, how do you break a pew? And then another one was, what else? He broke something else. Oh, I just bought these beautiful bar stools in the cafe, literally bought, bought, the, bought them. Snapped. He just snapped him. Snapped him. I'm like, how do you break? I've had it at my house for months. Literally, in the first week I bring it over here, and you just sit down and break it. Well, last night, he literally decides, I don't know why he did this. Tell him, where you stood up on what? <laughs> he decides he's going to, this, this small, petite man decides to stand up on the toilet, not the seat, the toilet lid. Guess what happened? It broke. It broke. And so everybody can go in the woman's bathroom and knock the whole light, just the whole tank just buckled. The lid's still intact, right? That's even scarier. The lid's intact, but the tank itself just went, I don't even understand. I don't even, I don't even understand. All right. But he's in the arena. So he's in the arena. So in the arena, toilet bowls get broken. It's okay. It's okay. You just, so thank God. Thank God. And you know, we all know that hopefully he'll never jump on a toilet again. That's like, okay, so get the message. He could go epic fail. He could go, I'm a loser. I'm going to quit the ministry because I'm the one that stood on a toilet, on the lid, and it broke. Okay, I'm all done. I'm going to quit now. But instead, he's just going to get up, and he's going to go after it again. Amen. So that's what you're going to do. Gives you new ability. All right, love this. I'm ending. You have fresh communion. Our spirit language is the best thing we could possibly have to open the world of the supernatural. Visit our website at www.victorychurchnola.com for service times and more information. 